This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks, inching ever closer to 600 episodes of NXT. This week, we'll be talking about episode 596 as the Dusty Roads classic continues. Uh, but Jacqueline, you were telling me just before I hit that record button that you have uh, uh, something important to discuss about NXT U- UK is the important thing that you watched it. Is that like the breaking news or is there other stuff? That is a thing, right? Like I actually watched the whole episode. Remember when we kind of watched it a few times? Yeah, it was too much. It was too much for my brain. But um, being a passive watcher is very different. But I do have a piece of information that I felt like I want to share. Oh, okay. So um, Cruiserweight Man comes out. I don't like to use his name. Yeah. Still a very punchable face, and even more so these days. And he's, like, out there. He wants a challenger. No one's beating him, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You want Do you want to know who comes out? I do. To face him? Trent Seven is going to become a cruiserweight. (laughs) (laughs) He has committed to losing the weight. And I got to tell you, he has lost a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, he looks very trim, but he is like, I'm going to do this. And here's where I'm going with this. How great would it be to see Trent Seven and Santos Escobar fight it out to be the ultimate cruiserweight? I would be a fan of this, I think, yeah. I feel like this is where we're headed. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I needed to share it with everyone. <laughs> Trent 205? Yeah. Instead of seven? Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's all he's got to be. <laughs> that's it? Just got to hit it. And I think he's already pretty close. Like, he's not terribly far at this point. Really? Okay. Because, yeah, he was yeah. not... Um, he was. He did not look like a 205-pounder So the last mm-hmm. time I saw him. So kudos to him. No, but all those guys in, the, like, when, when England shut down, they hit the gym hard. Oh, yeah. And Pete like, Dunn came back with a different body. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Trent Seven is not far off from him. Like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for him. So, yeah. Anyway, so I thought we needed that little bit of an update because I thought it was great. Yeah, that is pretty great. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? I have an NXT UK update. 
Oh, oh, I have a second one, but I oh, think we have the same one. It now. might be you the second ahead. one. Uh, is is your second one that uh, they signed Mako Satamora to it NXT is. UK? It is. So she is not the lady controlling Boa and Zia Lee. Lee. No. Um, no. They're bringing her into NXT UK to be a, a player coach, I think. Um, uh-huh. She's going to be training some of the girls, but she's also going to be wrestling. Uh, which is good because mm-hmm. the women's division in the UK could probably use the help. The division in the US is pretty stacked. Solid, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty solid uh, on the US version of NXT. Uh, they could use some help. I know they've got Kaylee Ray uh, in the UK and they've got Piper Niven. Piper Niven. And mm-hmm. I'm, they lost Tony Storm, though. So mm-hmm. I think the addition and- of Mako is a good one. I agree. And was didn't Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai also come from there as well as Rhea Ripley? Like they they've been taking yes. their women. <laughs> yes. That sounds bad. But <laughs> <laughs> um well they shared uh Dakota and Tegan and Rhea were all yeah. kind of shared there. They were right. primary NXT first. Uh to be fair though, Rhea did cut her teeth being the first NXT UK women's champion, so yeah. I think it's a f- like a safe bet to say like that almost seems like a lifetime ago it does it does it's such a different thing uh especially since we were talking about the royal rumble uh Mm -hmm. that happened after the show that we're gonna review but yes um before we uh recorded this podcast so yeah it was just weird to see rhea ripley there uh, mm-hmm. And now thinking about that time when she was the NXT UK Women's Champion, that before she wore like, all that, before she yeah. wore so much eye makeup, yes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, the eye makeup thing exploded for sure. Yeah. I think that's what Literally. happens when you join the main roster. Um, I think they just blast you in the face with makeup. With, yeah, the like it's like one of those old timey <laughs> cartoons with like the yeah powder puff. And also, it's worth it to note um, while this is you know past not. Not super NXT related, but um, uh, uh, Damian Priest officially gone. Oh, is he now? Okay. He was on Raw last night. Um, here's a really quick speaking Spanish to Bad Bunny, who was there. Like he should have been brought back as Punishment Martinez. Like that's how he should have been moved up. I'm I now done, I now feel old because this is the second time I've heard the name Bad Bunny. I was then mm-hmm. told it was not a wrestler, but a performer. Rapper, and a, yeah. Yeah, and apparently a musical artist uh, of some renown and fame. But this was the first yeah. time I'd ever heard of him, which means something scary for me, Jacqueline, which was... You aged out. Some, well, worse than that. Far worse Uh-oh. than that. Uh, it means that somebody in WWE, main roster WWE actually had their finger on the pulse of pop culture. Yep. Like, in a timely manner. Yeah. And Bad Bunny performed at the Super Bowl last year with Shakira. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody was was telling me that he was, like, the number one artist on Spotify. Yes, he's huge. Like, of all of Spotify. His music videos were getting, like, a billion views or something like that. Like, he's mm-hmm. a ridiculously popular artist. And that's crazy because, yeah. like, usually WWE is like, you know, like here in 2021, 
the they joke would Metallica. The joke would be, yeah, like who do the who do the kids really love? And it'd be like somebody I loved in the nineties. And they're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the gin blossoms. People <laughs> I was gonna go with Backstreet Boys, but Gin Blossoms is so much more of a deep cut that it's funnier. Uh so let's just keep Thank it you. let's keep it with that. We should probably go with what we're actually supposed to be talking about. Nah. <laughs> After fu- that. It's from fine. the gin blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> from the gin blossoms to the Dusty Rhodes tag team classic, Jacqueline. Ayo. Um, so we start with a recap of the fight pit. Oh, yes. That is Ruby. And and how the two men then become tag team partners. Mm-hmm. And they won their first match on... Um, 205 Live. 205 Live, which Timothy Thatcher, not 205, but it is what it is. No, many of those um, people are not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Killian Dane was on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, does not. Uh, I think they're just breaking the rules for that show. I was going to say, although maybe it was the average weight between him and Drake Maverick. <laughs> See, I think if you're a tag team, if you just yeah. in the middle, if your average yeah. weight is 205 pounds or less, you can compete. That might work. Um, and then we they showed how Finn and Kyle came together. There's like a little theme here. Mm-hmm. There's a theme of former adversaries become tag team partners. Yeah. And they uh, and in the main event, they're facing a team that formed in that exact manner as well. Yeah, true. So. Former uh, adversaries who became friends, frenemies. So, so they, you know, weaving a thread here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they meant to do it, but it happened. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, we start off with Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus MSK. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee and Maverick start. Um, Drake gets Lee down for a one. Drake going after the neck for all the holds. Lee takes down Drake, and then he goes back for Lee's neck. Now Lee going after Drake's arm. Lee up and over the side, and now Carter is in. Lee back in and takes down Maverick, and Carter back in and goes up and over the top over the rope for a two maverick finally gets to his corner and dane takes maverick and pushes him into carter maverick back in and maverick and dane looking like a real tag team here uh maverick able to get a two dane back in and he gets a big elbow to carter on the corner then simultaneous kicks to carter for a two lee in for a moment to try and help but isn't needed uh lee in and uh now msk getting the tandem offense lee's on the ropes and gets dane um and Dane just takes him out by sending him to the floor. Maverick's starting um, to dress like Dane um, in that mm. they are both wearing jeans. Um, so really coming together there, guys. Dane takes Lee up and down for a slam and then a senton. Maverick back in and covers Lee for a two. Lee trying so hard to get the tag. Maverick holding him by the head. Lee finally gets to Carter, and Carter just goes crazy. Dane's distracting the ref in the corner. Carter gets a huge kick to Dane to take him out. Lee tags back in, and they get the assisted moonsault off on Maverick for a two because Dane interferes. Um, Carter goes flying to the outside to take Dane out. Lee takes down Maverick, gets Carter back in for what I think they are calling the blockbuster to pick up the win. Yes. Um, MSK is great. They just are. Um, I think they were. I think they worked well with um, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick, who are looking better as a tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will say is I'm really excited for who they're facing next, because it's either going to be Lucha House Party or Legado Del Fantasma. Yes. And that match, I think, is going to be fire. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that this match was just shy of being good. Great. I, I, 
Again, I am not like a Drake and Dane fan. I have not been from the from yeah. the get go with them, but um, I do enjoy I do enjoy MSK. Uh, we still do not know what that stands for, um, and we're pretty sure I'm I'm pretty sure it is not the the Kettering thing from uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not that, but. Maybe one day we will, in fact, find out what the MSK is. Mystery for. Science Kids. <laughs> yeah! Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to get distracted trying to think of MSK Sorry. acronyms. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I like them. This is the right move. Uh, I don't it's- know which team I want to see them face. Legato del Fantasma. I mean, Legato del Fantasma makes more sense because of the character dynamic. Uh, yes. between the good guys and the bad guys, but I feel like a match between either of those options, between Legato or yes. Lucha House Party, I think either way you're going to get a really good match. So I agree. I just want Legato to win. I feel like it is a no-lose scenario, uh, uh-huh. regardless. Uh, I went two and three quarters. I did two. Okay, excellent. And Grapple went 2.77. Ah. Okay, okay. We're starting off on the same foot. We'll see where this goes. Yes, we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, Danny and Oni arrive, and Pete is their driver. Just found that interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting information. Kurt Stallion is sitting down with Mackenzie, and honestly, no idea what this Joker's talking about. I stopped listening. Um, I mean, I think it, do you want- at the end of the day, I think it means he's going for the championship, and Escobar's going to just shut him up. That's oh, all I got. Okay, so... <laughs> I hated this. I honestly don't care. I honestly I hate, don't care. I hate, well, me either, but I hated this. So, <laughs> me too. That's why we should just move on. Let's so, not give him a time. <laughs> so it's not It's not that he's going for the title. I. Th- it's, it's how quickly we all forget. He was supposed to get a title match this week. They announced it last week that he was getting right. a match. They announced it, and then the match didn't happen. I can only presume that somebody somewhere between last week and this week we're like, whoa, hold on, wait a second. This dude who nobody knows just showed up on TV and is getting a title match. None of that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, they wrote something, put it into the shit, like it passed all of the quality checks, made it to yeah. air, and then somebody was like, this should have never gone to air. Uh, Do so you think they have quality checks? No, no. Okay. <laughs> they should. Um, yeah. They should a long time ago. When the main roster product was actually really good, too, they had a continuity editor that they had hired yep. to make sure that things made sense from week to week. That they makes could, sense. They could do with that all, again. Um, the, all I take, remember the big joke with Jimmy Kimmel that Matt Damon got bumped, they didn't have enough time? That's yeah. all I take this as. So like, they got bumped, there wasn't enough time. What I feel like here is that they're like, let's not do the title match, even though we said mm-hmm. we're going to do it. Nobody will remember anyway, and I guess clearly, Jacqueline, you have proved their point uh, that perhaps you'd forgotten that this was even supposed to happen, or like you said, maybe you just didn't even care. And I don't care about Kurt Stallion. Like, I felt I, I felt like this was their attempt to get you to care about Kurt Stallion because they're like people yep. need to know who this guy is before we give him a title match. And all I, Jacqueline, I have a question for you. Yeah, were we supposed to hate him after this? Because I don't I like him. The good guy. Okay. Because I don't like him. The way he talked, like, <laughs> nobody talks the way he talked. 
Um, and here's here's all I'm gonna say. You're not gonna change my mind on Escobar. I like him too much. They did yeah. too good of a job on his introduction and all that yeah. good stuff. I mean, but he's a good bad guy. Like I have fun. He's great. I have fun looking at that guy and going, "Boo, you suck!" Or like on a he's podcast like, like this, saying he's yeah. really good at his job. He's the, like an Adam Cole, absolutely. The, the thing is, Kurt Stallion is not somebody that I like. I watched him, and I'm like, he's relatable. I did not get that feeling. He's not at all, like, the way he talked is not relatable. And honestly, it just seemed like he was doing a poor man's Cameron Grimes. He talked about driving 19 miles to, to, like, to from gig to gig. We have spent, we have spent too much time on (laughs) him already. We need to move on. But Jacqueline, he saw a shooting star. No. That's why he's the lone star, Kurt Stallion. All right, and we're moving on. <laughs> I've decided. You're not into this guy? Uh, no, nobody is. It is the women's Dusty Road classic <laughs> match. <laughs> um, we get Jesse and Aaliyah versus Dakota and Raquel. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Stone is back. Yes. Well, because Aaliyah. Sans, yes, but Sans glasses. We have not seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited. I did notice, though, that when they had all the women out, to announce the Dusty Rose Classic, he was out there. I don't know if you were. I did not even notice that. No. Yeah, he's the, he's out there. He's hanging out. I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> um, I love Dakota's hair. She has this new, like, really cool fuchsia hair happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Raquel is now coming out to her own music. So yes, separate just entities. Gotta, just gotta throw that out there, right? Because mm-hmm. they used to come out together. So mm-hmm. loving it. Um, so Raquel and Aaliyah start, uh, Raquel just holding Aaliyah at bay, um, and takes her for a ride to throw her down. Jesse's in now and Raquel able to bend her around her back in a submission attempt. Jesse with a drop kick and uh, jumping punch. Jesse goes into the corner and Dakota hits her and then tags in. Jesse takes Dakota up and down for a two. Now Aaliyah in and they take Dakota off the ropes and try to trip her, but Dakota able to run around them. Uh, Aaliyah now able to take in, um, take on some offense and she goes sliding to the outside to meet Dakota, who gets a big kick to the face of Aaliyah. Dakota gets Aaliyah back in the ring for a two. Uh, Dakota now takes Aaliyah by the hair to the corner for Raquel to tag in. Raquel gets a whirlwind slam for a two. Uh, Dakota back in and a huge knee to the face um, to Aaliyah, who is slumped over in the corner and able to get a two. Now uh, a bunch of hits and Raquel gets back in. Um, and she gets uh, shoulders to the midsection um, and then head first into the turnbuckle. Dakota now back in. Raquel gets a big hip toss. Dakota with an assist kick slash stomp move for a two. Aaliyah gets caught by her hair and taken down. Aaliyah is uh, able to get a DDT to Dakota, and then both Jesse and Raquel tag in. Jesse gets taken down and then goes for a crazy ride um, for Raquel to get the pin and the win. Yay! Um, I think, though, I honestly thought Aaliyah and Jesse looked better here than they have been. Mm, yeah. Um, and um, Dakota and Raquel, absolutely the right choice. Oh. So. A million percent. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I didn't think Aaliyah and Jesse were, like, horrible. Um, I don't understand their team for this. I Maybe Robert Stone was looking for a partner for Aaliyah and... This was uh, this was the best he could do, or something on such short notice. Uh, so you got to fill in the gaps. Yeah, this was 
this totally felt like a filler team. Um, they didn't have a match like it would have like it was a filler team. I think no. this went a little too long for my taste, but uh, the right ladies won, and that is all that matters in the long run, I suppose. Uh, but I only went one and three. I only went one and three quarters. Okay, I like this a lot more than you did. I okay. went two and three quarters. Ooh, wow! And grapple two point oh five. Okay. I don't know. I this one more than everyone. We started off. We started off so good, and then we strayed. We went pretty far off. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got some backstage stuff. The way Candice and Indy moving on in the women's classic, and they're very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, Kushida, though, allegedly having a conversation with Regal about a title shot. Yes. Um, Johnny shuts up Theory because Theory tries to explain something. I don't know. I don't listen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my God, is he just so fun? I love Johnny Gargano, and they should let him speak more. I think he's hilarious. Yep. Um, he's great. And Loomis still creepily stalking everyone, just popping up in the background. Yeah. Yeah, just there. <laughs> just there. Scarlet's back, speaking another language, and now she has tarot cards. Um, interesting. Talk- interesting. She's talking to a sc- tiny skull. This kind of weirded me out. <laughs> like a- Weird. A little bit of Hamlet. <clears throat> yeah, it was very bizarre. Um Next, and probably one of my most favorite little pop-up things here, um, Brie Larson is working out with Tegan Knox oh, virtually. Yeah, I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, I'm like, you're like, yeah, Captain Marvel. What? Actually, Tegan Knox probably could be Brie Larson's like stunt double. I mean, and the <laughs> I don't know if they, I don't remember because it's almost a week ago now, so I don't remember if they <laughs> talk about it at all but i know the connection between the two of them well i mean i know that there is a connection i know there there is sort of the connection (laughs) is that when uh tegan was about to have her big break in the may young classic after coming back from an injury and then she got injured in like the second round of the tournament uh getting like the same bad injury that she got the first time um she was struggling through her rehab when i think it was can it's either candace loray or it was dakota like brought her like showed like they sat down to watch captain marvel with her and she'd never seen it and she like fell in love with it and got like inspired by it and when she came back like her gear kind of has the captain marvel symbol on it and she kind of wears like the leather flight jacket and everything when she comes out and I, so I know that she was very much inspired by that movie. So really sweet. when I saw her doing this virtual workout thing with Brie Larson, I'm like, Oh my God, that's so adorable. So I love that. And that apparently okay. she's ahead of schedule on her rehab. So good for her. That's awesome. I didn't know that backstory and I still thought it was really cool. And now I think mm-hmm. it's even more amazing. And I love Brie Larson. I think she, I mean, God, that woman. She yeah. just does everything. I mean, I liked her a lot. And then uh, I liked her even more when I think it was on like her YouTube channel or on Twitter or something. She just did like a live performance of her singing Black Sheep, which she did in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and she's actually, she's a really good singer. She's pretty yes. like. She's good. Yeah. So, okay. We'll stop fangirling over Brie Larson. <laughs> All hail Brie Larson. Moving on. <laughs> um,. Next, we get um, Rust versus someone. We don't even get the someone's name. According to Grapple, Dante Rios. 
Nope, did not get that. Decidedly not as good as Brie Larson and no. Keegan Knox. Yeah, we went we went real far down the hole here after Brie <laughs> Larson and Tegan Knox. Yeah. Like this was a long drop. Oh yeah, um, we fell but, for a while. But Bivens back doing his job. I mean, Bivens is to, so yes, he did line up uh, as they as they used to say in the olden days of boxing, a tomato can for Tyler yeah. Rust to <laughs> battle here. He. <laughs> He did not have to fight Bronson Reed this week. No, no. So Bivens showing that uh, he earned his keep this week. Yes. <laughs> um, Russ starts by or Russ gets hit in the face by elbows and gets rolled up for a, a one. Russ off the rope and then hitting his opponent to take him down. I don't know this guy's name, so I just said his opponent the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, Russ concentrating on an arm like his teacher Thatcher t- uh, taught him. Um, I get this is a squash a squash match meant to make Russ look good, and I guess it's somewhat doing that, but the only interest I have in this character is the relationship with Bivens. Yes, this is all that's I care a, about. That's like the longest sentence I wrote. This is also going on for way too long for a match with an opponent who doesn't have a name. Mm-hmm. Um, opponent picking up way more offense than probably should. I don't fully understand his flipping finisher before a butterfly submission, but it seems effective. Mm-hmm. Don't care. <laughs> uh, Malcolm Bivens existing on the outside earns one and a half from me. Same. <laughs> oh, you also give it the same? Uh, I did. Grapple gave it a 1.61. Also, I presume, for Malcolm Bivens. Uh, post-match, Malcolm Bivens taking selfies. Like, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy that his guy won. He was, and he just took out his phone, taking all the pictures. I loved it. <laughs> the hype man, back to work. <laughs> Um, Finn Balor's backstage talking with Mackenzie. Kyle walks up, and Mackenzie seems really terrified of the whole situation. Um, men a few words. Mm-hmm. Kyle not sure if he could trust Finn. Um, honestly, I don't think there's a reason for them not to trust each other. I thought yeah. this was very thought this was very weird, but Finn Balor definitely looks stoned. <laughs> I mean, maybe. His eyes were super bloodshot. Like, he had... <laughs> He was smoking the ganj. <laughs> I mean, who can really blame anybody these days for trying to find a little bit of relaxation in these I, uh, like, anxiety, nothing, anxiety-ridden times? Nothing against it, but like, if you're going to do that, eye drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he hadn't slept in, Maybe. in days. Perhaps He's still worried about this match. <laughs> he's, he's so concerned about Kyle, he can't trust him. He's not slept in why. days. Why? Because you he broke your jaw. Like no, you I mean fine. to be fair, I feel like I feel like you're in the right on this one, opinion wise. Uh, Thanks. I like to think that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, undisputed era. To be fair, have been a little untrustworthy in the past, and by a little, I mean a lot. But uh, in recent times, at least yeah. between Kyle and Finn, I feel like they should have some sort of begrudging respect for one another. Yeah. Like they've both beaten each other up really bad and they've both come out on the other side, I, I believe with more respect for the other person. And uh, they have come to the aid of the other when they were in trouble. So yeah. I feel like they should be tr- more trusting. Maybe not like yeah. best friends, but no. a reasonable level of trust. And I know I forgot about Kurt Stallion because I don't really care about him, but let's, lest we not forget. Yeah. Finn Balor brought back Undisputed Era. Like, do we, do we remember that? Like, right as War yes. Games was happening? Like, yes. that ha- I don't know. I don't get it. I thought this was stupid. <laughs> Agreed. Moving on. 
uh, Grizzled Young Veterans versus Kushida and Ruff. Yes. So, Gibson has the mic. It's just Always fantastic good. and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just tearing down Kushida and Ruff, talking about how wonderful they are. Mm-hmm. Man, just let this man speak all the time. Yes. Um, they don't even really need theme music. No. No. It just could, let him talk. It could just be him talking their way down to the ring every year, which they kind of do. Do They do, yeah. It could be basically like, isn't it? But it could like be more. Ro- he's like the new road dog. <laughs> yes. Uh, only, sort of. Only more insulting. I don't yes. know. <laughs> yes. Um, Kushida and Gibson start lots of back and forth. I can barely keep up with what's happening. Um, Kushida gets Gibson in the corner and then tries to fling him across the ring, but Drake there for the save. Drake in now, uh, a big spinning heel kick and then some lockups. Rough. Um, in and he sweeps Drake's leg uh, to bring him down and then keeps going after that leg. Drake going doing very well with Ruff here. Kushida back in and goes after the elbow uh, and then the knees of Drake uh, and Kushida able to get a two and then starts working on the arm. Ruff back in and flies onto Drake's arm uh, and then continues to work it over. Ruff still going after that arm and then slapping Drake and then a hurricanrana and Drake back in a headlock. Uh, he tries to flip him, but Drake able to flip Ruff, uh, gets a hit into Kushida and then tags in Gibson. Kushida comes in to help save his partner from tandem offense and things start to break down. Ruff rolls up Gibson for a two while Kushida is playing defense. He was like standing there like ready to like fight. I loved it. Um, now Drake's back in and he is trying so hard to keep Ruff down. Drake with Forearms to the face, flips Ruff out of the ring, Gibson back in, meets Ruff on the outside for Drake to go up and over the ropes, take down Ruff to the floor. Ruff gets what looks like a reverse stunner on Gibson, which um, took like everything he had. Drake back in and Ruff so close, but not quite able to get to Kushida. Kushida's finally in and off the top rope to take down Drake. And then a hip toss to a big drop kick and then another running drop kick to bring down Drake. Uh, Kushida finally trying to take, um, uh, no, sorry, then Gibson in, sorry, wrong sentence. Uh, Gibson gets Kushida down, but Kushida uses it to get in this really cool submission attempt thing. Um, Drake back in, Gibson has Kushida on his shoulders. Drake goes off the top rope to drop him for a two. Kushida fighting out of the tandem offense and able to get to Ruff. Ruff comes flying into Gibson and then flying out of the ring to put Drake into the announce table. Ruff then off the top rope um, to the outside for an amazing flying flip to Gibson, then rolls Gibson in the ring, going for one more flip, but Drake moves Gibson out of the way. Drake back in, takes Kushida out on the outside. Um, and then the ticket to mayhem to Ruff for the win. Yes. I think I got most of this. Um, yeah. It was a good match. I really knew Kushida would not get pinned. I think it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought I thought um, the Grizzled Young Veterans worked so well with Leon Ruff. Yeah, they're great. Um, this was a this was a good match. I like this match quite a bit. Um, Me too. Again, uh, it didn't plan out. It didn't pan out exactly as I was imagining it would um, last week. But the right team won here because they need to focus on Kushida and Johnny Gargano uh, right. for the championship. And uh, naturally, Grizzled Young Veterans should be uh, moving on. So I approve wholeheartedly. I gave this one a three. I gave it three and a quarter. Ooh, okay. Uh, Grapple gave it a three point one two. Okay. In between, we've come back. Um, we've come back together. I will say too, like 
I just want the grizzled young veterans to face undisputed era. So Gibson and Cole could be on the mic mm-hmm. talking to each other like for a long time beforehand. And that's really all I want. Like I want TV. That would be good stuff. Just promo stuff to build up. Well, yeah. I mean, they're, they're running out of time for that sort of thing because the next takeover is on the 14th. So I don't know if this is going to happen. We only got two more episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess 205 Live is still doing that. So anyway. Yes. Um, post-match, the way comes out and goes after Ruff and Kushida. Kushida takes on both of them. Johnny gets a super kick. Theory forcing Ruff to watch Johnny do a slingshot DDT to Kushida. And then Loomis, out of nowhere behind Theory, freaks him out. Um, and all of us as well. Uh, and I can't <laughs> wait for Kushida and Johnny to have a championship match on a takeover. So. Oh, me too. I'm sure that's coming. I believe it is. And it shall be excellent. Yep. Um, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what I wrote here. Maybe you would help me. Um, <laughs> Kurt Stallion is down saying Legato Del Fantasma cut him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Regal's out there not looking very happy. Yes. Now we cut to Escobar, who's being interviewed, and Regal comes busting in in a tizzy, yes. accusing Ex- Escobar of taking out Kurt Stallion. Mm-hmm. Wilde Mendoza standing up for their guy in like the greatest way possible, um, and we're getting the cruiserweight match now next week. Yes. Um, Escobar, though, as he goes to leave, he finds a card on his bag. Maybe mm-hmm. a tarot card? Is Karrion Cross coming for him? Who knows? <laughs> Karrion cruiserweight? He's going to do a... Tr- He's going to pull Trent Seven. Seven. Yes. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I, that's what it seemed. That's the only t- connection I had. So I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Tony Storm comes out um, and she's ready to take on Io Shirai. She wants to hurt and ruin Io. Very mm. harsh. Um Eo then comes out to shut her up and just snatches the mic out of Tony's hands. And she will fight Tony because she doesn't like her either. All right. Um, they start slugging it out. Eo knocks Tony out of the ring. But then Mercedes comes out to slam Eo down. Yes. Um, it basically became a mini match. Um, and lucky for us, because there's going to be a three-way match with the three of them at TakeOver. Yeah. The title. That should be good times. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um and so, because I feel like Raquel right now really does have the best um, claim to a title shot, but I feel like she's Agreed. probably going to get far in the Dusty Women's Classic, and that's why mm-hmm. she's not going for it. So, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. Um, Swerve's backstage uh, being asked about why he got um, up in Reed's face, and he's basically tired of the way Reed got in his face after the match with Atlas, so leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> he just um we get an Imperium video Wolf Bartel um talking up Walter they're yes. going to restore global domination Wolf saying his arrival is only the beginning so it seems to imply Walter is coming oh <laughs> right? boy yeah that's the only right? thing that would make any sense to me yes and uh I mean we were supposed to get a Walter and Finn Balor uh, rivalry not that long ago. Oh, so, I remember. Yes. I think maybe it's going to come to the U.S. I approve. So I'm ready for it. Um, Colin Strong backstage being asked about Champa and Thatcher. Uh, they're ready for them um, because they are tougher. You'll be looking forward to being the two-time Dusty Rhodes Cup champions. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of backstage stuff this week. All right. 
Uh, Swerve versus Bronson Reed. Reed coming out um, quick after Swerve. Swerve trying to strike Reed, but Reed gets Swerve in the corner and flips him out of the ring. Uh, Reed on the apron picks up Swerve by his hair. Reed on the ground now and Swerve with a running kick to the face, but then Reed tosses Swerve down um, out of the ring. Um, we're back. We're back in and Swerve back out of the ring. Wait, what? Swerve through the middle rope to fly um, and and takes Reed down. Swerve now... Oh, wait. Nope, that was probably Reed. Reed went through the middle rope to fly out of the ring and take Swerve down. I'm sorry, I wrote the wrong name. Uh, Swerve now trying to break Reed's arm and runs him into the post. Now an armbar attempt and elbow to Reed's head. Swerve really trying with everything he has. Reed gets to the rope to break it up. Uh, Swerve not stopping here and goes to try for a flipping something and Reed just tosses him down. Reed now with the offense just knocking Swerve around the ring, hits a senton and then a driver for a two. Reed goes for a choke slam of sorts, but his shoulders just bothering him too much and he puts Swerve down. Reed sitting on the top rope and Swerve with a kick and then goes again for the shoulder, brings um, Reed down to the mat, arm first, hits a 450, and I really thought that was it, but he only got a two. Um, some in ring acting, both men on their feet. Reed gets a headbutt to Swerve's face, um, and then just takes him down to the mat. Reed then hits the tsunami for the win. Uh, yeah, fun match. I know. I really didn't think I was gonna like it because, like, like these don't always work out. But I mm-hmm. thought the two of them did really well together, and mm-hmm. I honestly, like, I would have bought if Swerve won at that one point. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I yeah, think I think they I enjoyed did. this. Me too. Uh, I think they worked really well together. I, yeah, the 450 mm-hmm. thing was was really good. Uh, I wonder what they're doing with Bronson Reed. I wonder what they're... It seems like he's been getting mm-hmm. a lot of wins lately. So yeah. I wonder if they're setting him up for something. Uh, I don't know what they're going to set him up for, but hmm. maybe they're setting him up for something. Uh, but I'm curious to see where it goes. I didn't expect to give this one a three, but I did. Ooh. Uh, grapple two point seven six. So close, a quarter away. Uh, one last backstage bit here. Chomp is back in his home at the loading station or the or in the truck. What was that? Uh, yeah, the the truck that he lives in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thatcher then pulls up a chair to sit down next to him. So I guess he's invited into Champa's home. Um, <laughs> yes. They respect each other after the fight pit. Uh, mm-hmm. But Champa still seems kind of annoyed by Thatcher, but um, but they're ready to uh, for a war against Undisputed Era. Yeah. So that's next week. He doesn't like him as a person, but... No, but he respects him as a as player a, to as the a, game. Yeah, combat, uh, a combat artist. Yes. There you go. Main event time. Uh, we got Kyle and Finn versus Oni and Danny in a non-title match, but a grudge match is what I'll call it. Yes. Um, Oni and Danny with new gear. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn and Oni starting. Um, they lock up. Finn going off the ropes for a big shoulder bump. Gets Oni down in an arm bar. Um, Kyle in. So is Danny. Some quick tags. Kyle goes for Danny's neck. Kyle also going off the ropes and gets da- uh, Danny down with a shoulder bump, then a hip toss into an arm bar. Kyle reaching for Finn, but Danny moves him away and into his own corner to get Oni in. Now Danny's back in, really going after Kyle's arms and uppercuts to the jaw. Uh, Birch has Kyle down by his neck and 
Kyle rolls them up for a one. Now on their feet, Kyle breaks the headlock and able to get Finn in. Working on Danny's arm and Kyle's back in, twisting Danny's arm and Finn um, in, still working on the arm. Then Kyle in. Still so much trading off here. Mm-hmm. Oni tries to break it up, but they work together to get Oni out and bring Danny down. Kyle and Oni in. Oni gets Kyle down, and he rolls to his corner for Finn to come in, gets a double stomp to the chest, um, and keeps going after Oni. Danny involving himself and distracting Finn. Um, Now Danny's finally in, then Oni in again, and takes Finn down by the arm. This is chaotic, but not bad chaotic. Probably not doing a good job of explaining it. Um, we slow down finally with some chops. Danny back in and going after Finn's arm. Danny really stretching the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Finn trying to break it with strikes to the head, but Danny's just relentless. Uh, and he's able to get Finn down for a two. Oni's back in. Double atomic drop into the Russian leg sweep. Thank- sweep. Thanks, Vic Joseph, for a two. Um, Oni going after that same shoulder of Finn's now, but Finn able to power through and get back to his feet. But Oni pulls him down again and stretches both shoulders um, and then knees to the back. Oni and Kyle looking more muscular here. Finn uh, with a Pele kick to get Oni down and crawling to his corner, but can't quite reach as Oni pulls him down and then flung into the wrong corner. Sling blade to Oni and now both Kyle and Danny in, and Kyle is taking everyone down, running forearm to Danny in the corner. He gets Danny down and looks for a submission, uh, but Danny starts kicking Kyle in the face and Danny goes for a flying drop kick. Kyle catches him. Puts on a submission for the win. Yes. I thought this was fun. I thought this was very good. I thought they all did very well Mm -hmm. um, with the short shifts, essentially. Um, It was fun, and I think it's setting up a lot to come. Agreed. Um, I like this, too. This was my favorite match on the show. Um, I'm I'm not entirely sure... Where they, well, I mean, I'm sure I know where they're going to go with this. Like, my fan, my fantasy booking is I'm pretty sure we're doing Finn Balor and Pete Dunne at TakeOver. Mm-hmm. And... Match. Wait, wait, wait. wait. got to talk post-match still in a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, um, we didn't get there yet. <laughs> okay, well, do you want to talk about... Well, you know what? Let's, let's do... I'll do this score. I gave this three and a quarter. I gave it three and a half. Oh, okay. Uh, 3.06 from Grapple. Now I we can disagree. talk... Now, we, oh, I agree. I disagree, too. Uh, I think it was at least I thought I was on the low end, but yes, grapple disagreed. Um, but yeah, post now we match. can talk about the post match and then my yeah. then my fantasy booking for yeah. down the road. So post match, Oni pulls Kyle out of the ring. Pete is there to face Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought he drove off. It's all chaos. Danny and Danny, Oni, and Pete teaming up on Finn, um, and Pete goes for the fingers. Out comes Strong and Cole to help uh, to help out. Um, the three bad guys go running off. We have the four good guys in the ring, and so like Finn is becoming a member of Undisputed Era, right? That's what's happening. Feel yes. like it. He's becoming a new member. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, he's like yeah he he's the new Bobby Fish, but like better. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a big upgrade. Um, yeah. Sorry, Bobby Fish. Uh, just, just like our favorite, like punching bag on this show. Um, I know he's always hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, from us punching him so frequently, yes, I guess. Exactly. Um. So I, yeah, obviously, I think we're gonna do uh, Finn and Pete for the title, which, which will be great. I'm so excited. Normally, I would be advocating for a Pete Dunn victory here. No, but. In the back of my mind, when you mentioned 
I had forgotten about the Walter and Finn mm-hmm. thing that they teased, but presuming they don't do another one, the next mm-hmm. takeover after this should be the WrestleMania weekend takeover. And I can think of no better time than to do champion versus champion. Yes. And have Walter and Finn Balor and maybe even do winner take all like both titles Ooh. on the line. Uh, because I think Finn could easily do like the UK stuff too. Uh, but also I, I honestly wouldn't be mad if they just put the NXT title on Walter. Uh, but then who he, you know, he could never lose it to anybody uh, <laughs> because that man is un, unbeatable. Unstoppable. It seems. Yes. Yes. Um, but I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be. Unless Edge decides to take on Walter. <laughs> yeah. You think, oh, you think maybe that's who he'll cash in money in the, or not money in the bank, but the Royal Rumble. Is Royal Rumble, yeah. I don't think he's made, I don't think he's made his decision yet. So it could be, it could be Drew McIntyre. It could be Roman Reigns or it could be Walter. It could be Walter. I mean, it might be Finn Balor, but we don't know for certain. No, I think it, I, out of all those, I think it should be Walter. I mean, he could go after Johnny Gargano if he wanted to. He could, he could. <laughs> he could go after, uh, uh, I don't think he's going to go after Santos Escobar. Uh, he could go after whomever he no. wanted though. He could. Uh, hypothetically, but, within reason, but yeah, I see. I see this going in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a mixed bag of a show. It was um, mostly like a kind of a cord out middle section of the show where there wasn't a lot of fun stuff going on, and then also a lot of weird, inconsistent story stuff happening where. Uh, I thought we were on a roll, Jacqueline, but I guess maybe we weren't on that oh, much of a roll. Hold the phone. Okay, hold it. Was announced, it was announced on Twitter that Edge is headed to WWE NXT tomorrow night. Oh. What? I did not know that. I just, It was like just announced maybe a, an hour and a half ago on Twitter. Oh, so they're going to do that tease. Well, obviously they did, they did make that... Um, they did pull the trigger on that thing with Charlotte last year, although that was a gargantuan mm-hmm. mistake uh, that they uh, should not have done. I think they're going to tease the thing with. So I'm sure they're going to tease Edge and Finn Balor, um, but I don't think I don't they're. Think gonna, gonna I don't think they're pulling the trigger on it. Um, no, he and I and that's why this makes sense now. Why Beth Phoenix is still in town? Yeah, there you go. That <laughs> makes sense too. Betty Phoenix still still hanging out. Uh, yeah, for NXT. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, that's going to at least add an interesting wrinkle for the next episode. Uh, is that is that the new main event replacing the nope. the past main event of uh, Santos Escobar and <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Stallion? Nope, he's just there. Although what I will say is that both Johnny Gargano and Santos Escobar like retweeted it. Oh, and are, are ready for Edge to come <laughs> to talk to him, to talk to them. <laughs> That's funny, um, guys. Guys, he's gonna talk to Finn. No, anyway, sorry. I mean, maybe funny. he'll show. Maybe that is really funny. Uh, maybe they'll uh, look at them sticking to. It's amazing that these days you can you can stay in character just by retweeting a tweet. Uh, That's pretty mm-hmm. funny. Um, maybe he'll shout out Walter instead mm. 
Give me Maybe. Edge and Walter. <laughs> That's a match <laughs> I never knew I wanted to see until now. Give me Walter right? versus anybody, really. Um, it's true. I'll take Walter and Drake Maverick at this point. Actually, that would be a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> Poor no, Drake. I mean, it would no. be hard to watch Drake get beat up so bad, but mm-hmm. I just enjoy Walter mauling people. So, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, that's the podcast. We're going to end on that happy note, everybody. Uh, that's the <laughs> podcast for this week. Head on over to the uh, the newly revamped lookincinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. And, uh, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and that way you can hear us come back next time. Uh, we're going to talk about more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks as Santos Escobar defends his NXT Cruiserweight Championship against Curtis Stallion. No.